You're listening to The Residential Movement, where the focus is on making in-home dental care normal instead of novel or niche. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Robinson, a house call dentist with a lot of passion for reaching patients who are best served in their home or residence. I'm here to encourage, equip, and empower dentists like you to begin offering in-home dental services for patients who cannot get to the office, while also enjoying a more balanced work life. We discuss everything from dentistry, business, ethics, mindset, and more. Listen in to learn how you can become a part of the residential movement. Hey there. Today, we're going to chat about choosing a lab. Something wonderful about owning a house call practice is the lack of dependence on a staff. You don't have to manage a team or anything like that. But as we've discussed on the show before, dentistry is still a team sport no matter which way you spin it. Even if you're an independent, self-employed house call dentist, you're still going to need to find a lab to work with. Choosing a lab is a behind-the-scenes decision that directly influences your patient's experience with you. This is true for chairside or for house call dentists, but when you're a house call dentist, you need to make some different considerations. So let's review the factors to consider when choosing a lab for your house call practice. First, this may seem like a no-brainer, but you need to choose a lab to work with that makes sense with the procedures that you offer. So what procedures do you offer? And what is the lab known for? This may mean that you have multiple labs that you work with. If you don't offer any fixed, the lab that's prized for the most aesthetic veneers probably isn't for you. Find a good removable lab for dentures and a great ortho lab for aligners. Let the demands of your patients and your practice point you in the direction of the labs that you choose to work with. Secondly, you need to choose a high-quality dental lab. How do the products fit? How do they look? Are patients happy on delivery day? You want your prosthetics to be visually appealing and comfortable for your patients. Quality should be an important factor for any dentist choosing a lab, but this is especially important for your house call practice. Saving money on lab fees with a lower quality lab can ultimately waste so much time and money down the line when you're constantly driving out to your patients' homes to do adjustments over and over again. In my practice, I have a follow-up policy that encourages patients to call if and when adjustments are needed. For an entire year after delivery, I'll adjust any denture I've delivered at no charge. This has been the policy in all the brick-and-mortar locations where I've worked, and even though it's time-consuming, I just think it's the right thing to do. We know that prosthetics take getting used to, and sometimes frequent adjustments, especially if our patients weren't or couldn't be completely cooperative during fabrication. I also build in a mandatory two-week follow-up into my denture fee because a lot of patients can't or just won't articulate pain from a denture sore. In a medically compromised population, it's important that patients have well-fitting prosthetics. So this policy encouraged me to consider quality and also this next factor very heavily when I selected my lab. Factor number three, proximity. I use a lab that is seven minutes from my home. Believe it or not, there is another dental lab only five minutes from my house, so I didn't just choose the closest lab to me. Quality is more important, but proximity was a really big priority for me. Side note, don't forget to track your mileage to and from the lab because it's tax deductible. Now you may not live anywhere near a dental lab, If so, no worries. You can ship cases anywhere, but make sure to look long and hard before you rule out your local lab or even a lab within an hour or so, because proximity to a dental lab has many benefits for house call dentists. First, during denture fabrication, it's nice to personally drop off cases at the lab on the very same day as patient appointments. This ensures faster turnaround time, and my patients love that. Next, obviously you can pack cases very carefully so that they're safe in the mail, But I know that I'm not an expert packer, and dropping cases off directly at the lab eliminates the risk of something breaking in the mail and me having to repeat a house call. Proximity also allows you to use different materials. 
For example, what would you do with a primary impression taken in Alginet? It has terrible dimensional stability. Will you have enough time to drive home from your patient's home and pour it in your in-home office? Or could you drop this alginate off at a nearby lab and avoid the mess of the stone? Proximity gives you that option. Finally, I personally care to discuss my cases with my lab technician, so proximity to the lab really helps with that. Granted, this can be done over the phone, but it's nice to talk to a person in person and show them your impressions and everything. Now, you may not think this is important at all. When I worked in a high-volume practice with pretty straightforward cases, I didn't really think about personally connecting with my lab technician either. But now that I have a lower patient volume and a much more complex patient population, I do care to discuss my cases with them because I may make unconventional treatment planning decisions, and I want to be clear about them. We've talked about this before on the podcast, but when you're working with house call patients, you're more likely to make unconventional decisions to accommodate their needs. It's nice to be able to talk to a human in person about these things. A final factor to consider is workflow. Now, I've decided to stick with an analog workflow for my lab cases, the majority of which are removable. As dentistry becomes more digital, fewer people are doing this, but I have my reasons and I'll share them with you here. Also, refer to episode number 40 for even more details. But I did once attempt a digital workflow on a trial basis, but I found that bringing a scanner into someone's home was way too bulky for me and too time-consuming. Plus, the prosthetic had to be relined anyway. Many of my patients could not stay still and tolerate the large camera in their mouth, but they could tolerate an impression with facet material. So I spared myself the expense and decided to pass on the scanner. I've had success in my practice with an analog workflow, so I'm sticking to it for now. But you have to decide which procedures your patients will demand of you and the practicality of transporting your equipment. These factors will help you decide between digital or analog workflows, which will ultimately play a role in the lab that you choose. Alrighty. Now you'll be able to choose an awesome lab to work with, and your patients will be very grateful that you did. I want to share some timely residential movement updates with you. First, let's talk about the official membership. Official members of the residential movement meet once a month to discuss our house call practices or the status of building our house call practices, almost like a mastermind meeting. Official members also get access to a private forum off of social media and discounts on other offers. If you aren't already a member, I highly recommend joining. It's a great way to connect with like-minded dentists. If you join with promo code 2024 before the end of January, you'll get 50% off of your annual membership fee. Visit residentialmovement.com slash official membership. Finally, I want to let you know about the next open enrollment for Dental House Call Practice Academy, the online course I created to take you step-by-step through starting your dental house call practice. Last fall, the first cohort went through Dental House Call Practice Academy, or DHCPA, It was awesome, and now we have docs well on their way to building their practices. They gave me great feedback, and so the next, even better version of DHCPA is launching in February. Sign up for the course waitlist to be the first to hear about enrollment updates at residentialmovement.com slash DHCPA. Now that was a lot of updates and a lot of info. I don't normally spend a lot of time on those during the podcast, so if you always want to make sure that you're up to speed on any promotions or enrollment dates, Visit the Residential Movement website and subscribe to my email list. My email list subscribers are the first ones to know about all of the happenings. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Residential Movement. I hope you feel more confident choosing a lab and more connected to all that's going on over here. I really appreciate you taking the time to learn more about becoming a house call dentist. Talk soon. That's a wrap on this episode of the Residential Movement. If you like what you heard today, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. 
If you know someone who could benefit from this information, please share this with them. All of these actions help fuel the residential movement. Visit residentialmovement.com for show notes and for access to any links referenced in this episode. Thanks again for listening, Doc. Keep up the good work.